Welcome to Embracing Homemaking. I'm your host, Leah Coleman. This is going to be take two because we just recorded a half hour of awesome <laughs> conversation. <laughs> and but we didn't really and record. And we didn't really record. We're not even, I don't even know what happened. So here we are. Take two. I am chatting with my good friend, Jessica Thomas. She is going to talk with us today about, um, well, first off, who she is and her blog that she um, posts on very every week. It's really good. And then we're going to talk about goal setting, how her and Jeremy, her husband, goal set for running goals, and um, and then about nutrition. So okay. our conversation is going to be just as awesome, but it was a really <laughs> awesome conversation. It was. We're very sorry that you missed it. <laughs> very sorry. Okay. So go okay. ahead and tell us about you and yeah. your blog. All right. So uh, like Leah said, my name is Jessica Thomas. I have been married to my husband, Jeremy, for 16 years, and we have a son, Henry, who is five. Um, I'm a Christian, also a runner, like Leah said. And um, yeah, so I do have a website. It's called hisperfectgrace.com. And it was kind of just this little baby idea that I had because I just struggled to fit in the time that I needed for Bible study and um, all of those things, uh, being a working mom. And so I thought, well, if I'm struggling with this, there are probably other people struggling with the same thing. So my husband has a web development um, programming background. So he made this awesome website for me, which I was very appreciative of. Yeah. And yes, and so I just post on there once a week, um, just a Bible study, take a couple minutes to read. I don't follow a theme. It's kind of just kind of just based on things that have happened to me mm -hmm. <laughs> in my life, basically. And it's just a few minute read, you can subscribe. Um, I will not send you junk emails when you subscribe. The only email that you ever get from me will be when there's a new post. Um, so yeah, check it out. And I would love to have you uh, join, um, subscribe. And then you can also do prayer requests. There's a prayer request section there. You can leave comments on the blogs. Um, so yeah, it's just a, just a fun little site that I do a posting on each week. I love her blog because one, she's just real and she's not this fake, you know, everything's great and life is great. Mm. And, um, she's just very real. So that's been encouraging and yeah, yeah you do a great job. Thank you. Yeah. So her blog address will be in the show notes. So if you can't remember what it is from listening, it'll be listed in the notes so you can find it. So, yeah. So Let's just dive right into your running goals and how you goal set. And yes. I know we just talked about it, but here we go again. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, I feel like my intro was better on the on the first one. I feel like I kind of bombed it the second time, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, with running goals, um, the very first race that I ever did was the race against breast cancer that Avera puts on in Sioux Falls. And that was May of 2009. So I did the 5K there. My mother-in-law is the one who talked me into it. And so she kind of started this bug. Um, my mother-in-law, Sandy, has been running for most of her adult life. And so she kind of talked me into doing this 5K with her, which at the time, like, I'll be honest, I am not an athletic person by nature. I did not do any of this stuff growing up. I was not in any sports. I wasn't even in band. I mean, I did color guard for one year, <laughs> my senior year. Um, so, like, that's the most, like, running I ever did at school was across the field to get my flag. Um but yeah, so I, I started with the 5K. I could not even run a mile at the time, mm -hmm. which, is, which is embarrassing to say, you know, but yeah, I was doing like just a few blocks at a time. I printed off a training schedule that I found online 
the ones that I prefer to use for any distance are by Hal Higdon. Um, it's H-I-G-D-O-N. And for those of you who don't know, he is a famous runner. Um, he did a, a lot of Olympic trials. He writes um, articles in Runner's World too. And I really enjoy his training program. So I usually take those as kind of an outline and, and modify them as I need. But yes, I got my schedule. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, at that time, I did not change any of my nutrition or anything. Um, I just wasn't really sure what I was getting into, to be honest. So I didn't have a watch. I had no idea how fast I was going. Um, I probably looked like a turtle. <laughs> but yeah, I I finished that race. And there is a picture that Jeremy had taken of my mother-in-law and I crossing the finish line hand in hand. And I have this ginormous smile on my face um, because I just had accomplished something that I never even imagined I could do. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of just what got me hooked on running yeah. right from the beginning. So that's really cool. I've mm -hmm. never seen that picture. Yeah. You know, I thought about bringing my scrapbook up yeah. to like show you, but then I'm like, well, people might think it's weird if we're sitting here looking at pictures <laughs> that they can't see. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I had to actually pull it out because I couldn't remember for sure what year it was that yeah. we had done that race. Um, but yeah, it was 2009. So that's when it all started. And I, I do want to clarify, it was not all like sunshine and rainbows. Like I thought I was going to die on the run. There were a million people around, which is not my jam. I do not like crowds. And yeah, it was really, really hard. And so I don't want to act like it was a breeze and like I just rocked through it. I kind of swore off running after that, uh -huh. to be honest. Um, but yeah, I just kept coming back to that that feeling of accomplishment. And yeah. Right. And you're motivated by goals too, aren't you? I do. I do like to have goals. Uh -huh. Yeah. This year, I was so frustrated with last year because I had all these goals that ended right. up getting canceled because of stupid uh -huh. COVID. And so I, this year was like, I'm not setting any goals. I don't even care about goals because if I make goals, they're just going to get ruined <laughs> anyway. And so I was like really down in the dumps, like at the end of December, beginning of January. Yeah. So like come January 1, I didn't have any goals written down, which is so not me. Right. And I was trying to act like it didn't bother me, but it did. And so now I do have some goals. <laughs> I just couldn't stay away. Well, Jessica has run a marathon. Yes. And a number of halves. Yep. I've done 11 halves, one full. And then um, last year, I wanted to do an ultra. I wanted to say I had done an ultra. And an ultra is, um, it's either 30 or 31 miles plus is considered an ultra. So I was turning 35 last year in September. <clears throat> and there happened to be a race out in the middle of nowhere, South Dakota, <laughs> where um, they basically just let people run across their yard and pasture and that's your race course. And you um, do however long you want to do. They have a 24, 12, and 6 um, hour time slots that you sign up for. And so I signed up for the 12 hour time slots. I had no idea how long this was going to take yeah. me. And my goal was 35 miles for my 35th birthday. And I got it done. It was yeah. not pretty. It was not pretty. Like the hottest day ever. It was in the hundreds. It was and it was in, humid. And it yes. was horrible. Yeah, it was really horrible. There was no shade. Like I said, you're out in the middle of a pasture. And yeah, there was no shade. My husband had signed up for the 24-hour run. And he was only a few hours into it. So he started the night before. Um, he was only a few hours into it. And he called me and he's like, you're going to need to bring more water. And I thought, 
oh, good Lord. <laughs> and I get there at like, oh gosh, I think I got there at six or seven in the morning. Now I can't remember. Um, parts of, parts of hard races, you just block out. So that's sure. where, that's my excuse. Um, but I get there and everybody looks like death. I mean, <laughs> it was, like, I thought, oh Lord, what did I get myself into? I don't know how this yeah. is going to go. Um, but yeah, so that's the longest run that I've done. I loved your picture when you were all done with this huge yes. hog. Yes. I wish I could remember his name. I don't remember. I know that they told us at the time. But yeah, um, so you got to you got your choice of farm animals to take a picture with, which is kind of cool. And then um, instead of a medal or anything, because obviously everyone's doing different distances, different times sure. and stuff, um, they give you a little canning jar or jelly jar with um, – marbles in it for each lap that you completed and i can't remember because it was a little more oh how many laps did i don't remember how many laps i had to do but the lap wasn't a full mile oh, okay yeah so it wasn't like an even number so yeah that's kind of how they kept track of it but boy i i made sure that they like saw my number and i was right. doing like tally marks on my arm with permanent oh, sure. marker to make sure my miles were counted right <laughs> i did not want to do any extra laps because i had heard from the overnighters but a couple of them thought that they had oh, missed a lap or two shoot. and i'm like well they you know, maybe they're just a little, I mean, you're up all night. Maybe right. they're a little delirious, you know, right. or they forgot. But either way, you're not forgetting my lap. Right, exactly. That's way <laughs> so, too much energy yeah. to yes. forget a lap. For sure. Wow. So how did you and how do you and Jeremy goal set and then keep motivated for goal setting? Yeah. So when we set a goal... <laughs> The, the criteria that we have is that it has to scare you a lot. <laughs> it has to be big enough to scare you. Otherwise, it's really not not worthy of calling a goal. It's just something that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of our philosophy, a big go big or go home yeah. kind of thing um, is, is kind of what we subscribe to. But that's just because we're a little nuts. Um, but yeah, so when we, when we choose a goal, we usually try to either, we decide whether we're going to do a race together, like the marathon that we did in DC. I told Jeremy, I'm like, you're running with me the whole way, because this is probably mm -hmm. the last one I'm ever going to do. It was obviously my first one. Um, tons of people, just, I didn't know what to expect. And so um, we'll either decide like, okay, we're going to train together and do it together, or um, we might have separate goals. And we just make sure that our training schedules don't overlap too much or that we have a way of figuring that out. Cause that, okay. that honestly is the hardest thing is mm -hmm. getting, getting the miles in that you need to for your schedule and also, you know, juggling life. I mean, work right. and family church, you know, we have a five-year-old, you can't just leave them at home to go run. Right. So yeah, we kind of um, just try to work things out that way between ourselves and yeah, staying motivated. <sighs> You know, it's hard some days. I mean, you always have those those bad runs that just kind of beat you down or um, maybe you didn't eat so well one night yeah. and you get up for a run and it's just junk. And yeah, so staying motivated, um, a big part of that is just keeping your nutrition in check and kind of just, you know, keeping your eye on the goal, visualizing yourself like at the race and building up the mental toughness that you need to be able to finish that on mm -hmm. race day. Yeah, the mental game is probably the hardest part for me. Mm -hmm. It's it's all a mental game. Yeah, it really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. I remember there was a race that, um, oh, it was the first half marathon that I did after having Henry. 
And I was an idiot to think that I could do it so soon. I don't remember how much time um, was between there, but he wasn't a year. And I just thought, oh, yeah, I could do that. That's no problem. Hello. I obviously he's my first and only child. but I had no idea what that was going to do to my body. And I had no clue how long it was going to take me to get back in shape. And when I did that one, I was just like, oh, my gosh. So I was to a point where I was like, okay, at that light post, I will walk until the next light post. And then I have to do three light posts. I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to play games with yourself to make it work. Right. But yeah, I mean, there's also those amazing runs that you have where you just feel like you are on fire, unstoppable, you know, and yeah, a lot of times um, we had talked about this on our on our on our first draft here. The awesome um, one, <laughs> yeah, the awesome one. I mean, this is awesome too. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, a lot of times running can be a, a spiritual experience for me. You know, both Leah and I live, um, you know, near Gravel. She lives out in the country. I live in town, but Gravel's not far, so a lot of my running is done on the gravel. And it's like you're just out there yourself, nature, God. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times it's just a really spiritual and peaceful experience, even though like, obviously you're working very hard, but mm -hmm. yeah, I like it when I listen to Christian music and I don't have a, I don't even know how to do a, what do you even call it? Where you can record all these songs that you like to listen to? A playlist? A playlist. I don't even know how to do that. No wonder you hate running. We have to get you on a playlist for crying out loud. Oh yeah, I got tons. Um, Oh, I do remember when I started running with you and we were going to do the trick or treat show run. And I was like, yeah, I was telling you and Jeremy that I listened to Dave Ramsey. Yes. And I was like, and Jeremy no goes, wonder you're not motivated. <laughs> and Jeremy goes, I, I would rather fall and hit my face. Off the ground. <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe I should try music again. And the reason why I didn't listen to music was because I'd start singing. Oh, and then, like, I get out of breath. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I'll try music again. And I actually, okay, so I don't really sing while I am running now. That's good. So that's helpful. <laughs> I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh if I have gosh. good music on, I, it mm-hmm. is a spiritual yeah, time. It is. Yeah. I have also found on long runs for, for people who get tired of the same music or don't know what to listen to or whatever. I don't know how to make um, or don't know how to make playlists. Yes, like Leah over here. <laughs> like, back in the 90s. Right. Um, but yeah, I also do books on tape. Oh, yes. So I have found for long runs that I can really hammer out the miles without realizing really? how many. Yeah, it's a very good distraction. Wow. Yes. I but I always that. do. Well, I shouldn't say always. I, I try to either do a motivational book or, you know, um, like I would say, OK, I, I will not condone the language that is in this book, but mm-hmm. um, Can't Hurt Me by okay. David Goggins. I mean, that guy is just incredible with how he can control his mental toughness. And I mean, he's just been through a lot in his life, Um, but it's very, very bad language. So do not have it on when you have your children. You know, like you have to (laughs) overlook that to get to his message. But um, yeah, something motivational like that. Or I've done some uh, like David Baldacci, like thrillers or whatever, mysteries or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So those are pretty fun too. I never thought about a book on tape. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Jeremy says he can't, he can't run to that, but it works yeah. for me. That's good. I love books. Yeah. yeah. I suppose you could get lost in a book. While uh-huh. you're 
Yeah, and for just sure. want to keep running to finish the chapter. Yes, I have done that. <laughs> I have done that. That's cool. Yeah. You mentioned the trick or treat trail yes. run. I I want to talk about that because I just think it's so funny. Uh-huh. Your reaction. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when we were doing the trick or treat trail run, Lee and I were doing it together, and it was her first ten k. And so mm-hmm. you should probably tell it more than me because you tell it so funny. <laughs> okay, so well, first off, you have to dress up for this trick or treat trail run. Yes, I don't. I was gonna say, did you dress up? I wore cat ears. Oh, that's right. Because I can't that's handle right. like extra stuff on me. Yeah, yeah not yeah. even. Yeah, I'll wear my armband thing for my <laughs> non playlist yeah. music. But yeah, so we're running, and Jessica is a good runner, and I'm training for my first 10K, and she's obviously run a marathon by then. I don't think I had done the marathon yet, because okay. that was 2018. Oh, okay, marathon. but you did a half I had done halves, yeah. And uh, I thought she was running well, and um, I finished, mm-hmm. and she's coming along, and she's like, man, I just didn't feel like I did very well. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, I was so out of breath, and I was just like, golly, I'm so sucking today what's my problem yeah and so then she comes and she's like you'll never guess what happened i went to the doctor and i'm like what <laughs> i had mono you guys <laughs> so I had she mono. ran a 10k she ran the whole thing with mono oh my god i was like i suck because <laughs> i'm like <laughs> I run as slow as a turtle trudging through peanut butter. And she's finishing and she ran with mono. I just still can't believe that even happened. I never had mono in my life. And I honestly have no idea where I got it, other than I had started working out at the gym doing this class oh, or whatever sure. in Sioux Falls. That's the only thing that I can think of. It's like I had to have got it from there. I, I think know. even before the race, you're like, I'm not feeling very good. I felt horrible for months. And yeah. I had been to the doctor once before, like, and they're like, oh, it's probably your sinuses and just like poo-pooed it you know so then finally like after that I was like okay there's something definitely going wrong and so I I told the doctor I was like basically I'm not leaving until you guys figure this out like can you do a blood test or what yeah sure enough (laughs) I could not believe it when you came to me and you're like guess what I have and I'm like what mono you ran a 10k with mono So no one has an excuse. Yeah, if I could do it with mono, you can do it. <laughs> and she had a cute little Minnie Mouse outfit on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was yeah. funny. Yeah, Henry was an astronaut that year. Yeah. I remember that picture. That was a fun run. It was fun. Although I will say it gets so packed on the bike trail yeah. runs that they do. I don't do those anymore. It's just so many people. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But Well, I haven't done as many obviously a mini run although last year Casey and I did yes a Montana women's virtual run and yeah. since I'm from Montana I was like well that would be fun yeah. and so we trained for five miles and it was fun yeah it was it was good she runs faster than me I think pretty much everybody in the world runs faster than me no not everybody in the world I Jer- yeah and don't feel bad either because yeah. when Jeremy did his first Full marathon. It was at Duluth, Minnesota, the Grandma's Marathon, and he got passed by a guy who he said was probably in his seventies or eighties, okay. wearing Velcro <laughs> shoes. Velcro from Kmart. <laughs> from Kmart, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because I can guarantee you, Asics doesn't make those. Um, yeah, Velcro oh, wow. shoes. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I like a little part of my spirit died <laughs> when that happened. <laughs> Right. He was just so like humiliated. Right. Well, we train for this five 
mile run and it's all on dirt roads and um and Casey and I started and I always tell whoever I'm running with I'm like let's not try to stay together because if you run faster than me which is usually the case I don't want that person to feel like they have to hang back with me right. and same with me if I need to pass up I don't want to feel like I have to hang behind yeah and so we started out and I'm like and there she goes like <laughs> That doesn't last long. <laughs> and Jason's like, she really wasn't that much faster. She was probably like a minute and a half faster. But it feels yeah. like so much faster. Especially when you're staring at the back of exactly. someone so long. Yeah. And so we did our five miles. And it was so fun because virtual because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And so Jason and our kids and then her husband, Joe, and their little girl all went in our van, our awesome minivan. Oh, man. <laughs> and like, they stopped at certain points to like Aww. cheer us on and honk. And That's awesome. That was pretty cool. Yes. And uh, anyway, so Casey and I were going to train for the half marathon in the fall. Oh, and yeah. she was like, unless I get pregnant, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was really glad when she... <laughs> I was going to say, you prayed for that baby, didn't you? I was like, okay. And after the five miles, I was like, oh, please, Lord. Please, yeah. <laughs> please bless her with a baby so I don't have to do this race. Yeah, and then when she told me, I was like, yes, no half marathon. So I still, I really do need to conquer the half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I mean, if you made it for the five, you can do a right. half. You can. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it looks like we do have a 30 minute time limit on this. Maybe that's why. Oh, I I'll time. bet that's why. So we're going to spend the last nine ish minutes talking about mm -hmm. nutrition. Okay. And so Jessica and Jeremy did a plant-based diet last year and you're yes. going to restart that. Yes. So let's speak on that a little bit. Um, yeah. So at the beginning of last year, we started this whole food plant-based diet. Um, you know, we just hear a lot about it in the running community, how people get on this diet and even professional athletes, you, they, their bodies just respond so much better. And we tried it for the beginning of 2020 and it was amazing. Like we felt so much better. I felt like my focus was better. My gut felt better. Mm -hmm. Like I could go run anytime I want because my body was not having to wait to process all this yeah. junky type of food um, or like a very dense protein kind of food. Um, like if you eat a steak, it might be a lean steak, but it oh. also is not going to process right away. So sure. you to wait a while to run after that. So, um, yeah, we had kind of transitioned to that last year and then COVID hit and our local grocer, um, we live in a very small town population, less than 800. And so our grocer doesn't carry a lot of the stuff that we were eating. You know, they don't have tofu, they don't have tahini sauce, they don't, you know, just a lot of different things. And so we kind of modified our diet, um, which all of 2020 was a basic modification of everything right. in life. Um, and, and so, yeah, we're going back on it now that my husband is back to work in the office, um, at least a few days every week. And so he'll be able to pick okay. up fresh produce and yeah. stuff like that a little more often. Um, but yeah, we are very, very excited about it because we felt so much yep. better on it. And uh, yeah, so what we eat on the diet is um, just really basic kind of food. So tofu, um, rice, potatoes, vegetables, fruits, 
um, basically just trying to kick out a lot of the junk and, you know, like we'll have a little bit of cheese here and there. So we're not as strict as, you know, some people are on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's more just for like a flavoring preference and because we have a five-year-old, right, you know? right. Um, so it's, you try to make it work, um, for your family the best way that you can. And Henry loves tofu. So we're lucky there. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes. He thinks it's chicken. And so we're not going to correct him <laughs> on that. Um, but yeah, he, he loves it. And so, um, we definitely make that kind of a staple for a lot of our suppers um during the week so yeah um one thing that i appreciated that you pointed out in our um our first episode that didn't work um was that the misconception is that eating healthy is more expensive correct yes a lot of people and ourselves included um jeremy and i had the same thought process that oh boy it's going to cost us more to eat healthy um that is so not true um if you go into the grocery store and actually price shop, you know, for, um, a bag of lentils, mm-hmm. um, cause Leah's family likes lentils and I like them too, but yeah, a bag of lentils or a bag of brown rice, um, some cans of black beans or, you know, any kind of bean really. Um, and then throw in some vegetables and stuff like you can eat really cheap for a large quantity of yep. food, you know, and it doesn't have to be super fancy. It doesn't, you know, I mean, food right. is just fuel. When you boil it down, yeah. that's really what it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't make it too complicated. Don't make it stuff that's, you know, too fancy or right. takes too much time to prepare. It can be as easy and simple as you want it to yeah. be. Um, but yeah, it does not, it does not cost more. And, you know, and what we had talked about before is you can go to Culver's and spend five or $6 on a meal and not blink, you know, mm-hmm. but then you go to the grocery store and you're like, Oh, well, this head of lettuce is like a dollar twenty five. Like, oh, I don't, you know, right. it's, it doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah, and yeah. when you go to the fast food, it's not like I always say in, in my podcast when I was talking about nutrition. Like, the mindset has to be: is it fueling my body, mm-hmm. or is my body having to fight what I'm? Yeah, eating. Yes, and so if you go to fast food, most likely it's fighting. It's fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be eating. A yogurt, but they've got so much sugar junk and sugar in mm-hmm. it that it's actually not really food. Yeah. It's not good for you. No. It's basically like you're paying to, like, in a sense, poison your body because you're exactly. fat. I mean, like, you just feel like junk. Right. And yeah, it's not yep. quality food. Yep. So, since we are low on time for this particular podcast, mm-hmm. um, we'll just stop this conversation here, but we'll do another podcast for Thursday and pick up on nutrition. Okay. So thanks for listening to me and Jessica chat. Yes. We apologize for you not hearing our first one. Oh, it was, one was yeah. good too. It was good. Yeah. Not nearly as fun. Right. Way more fun the first <laughs> time around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, remember, check out Jessica's blog, hisperfectgrace.com. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Get signed up for it. She doesn't send you spam emails no. and all that junk. Nope, you just get her weekly posts, which are awesome. Thank you. And um, check out my blog, happenings at the commonplace.blogspot.com. And have a great day. Set your goals and be nutritious. <laughs>